Welcome to the SAME Real-Time Podcast, featuring an inside look across the Society of American Military Engineers and the work that our 30,000 members and 105 posts are doing to support national security and strengthen the engineering potential of the United States. And now, your host, SAME Executive Director, Joe Schrodel. Good morning, everybody. It's, it's a real pleasure today and a treat for all of us to have our SAME National President, Mike Blunt, with us today. Uh, Mike, as we get ready to get into the holiday season, uh, any welcome, number one, welcome to our podcast, but, and, and thanks for joining us. But any, any special holiday message that you'd like to pass on to, to our listeners? Happy holidays to everyone who's listening, and obviously for those who aren't listening. Um, Today, December 19th, uh, we have a work week heading into uh, the Christmas holidays and a work week heading into New Year's. And, and for everybody, um, take some time to be with your family. I, I know work is important. Please, if you have time to take time off, take time off. Uh, don't, don't kill yourself over this time period as far as uh, work, whether it's just your paying job or whether even if it's a volunteer for SAME, take some time off. Enjoy it. Be with your family. Have a great time. Then come back in the new year, fired up, ready to go. Well, that's a great message, Mike. So recharge the batteries. And you know, for our listeners, one of the things that uh, we, we recognize and I think appreciate most is the fact that we now have a, a volunteer, a truly volunteer national leadership governance model. And Mike, I want to tell you, one of the things that we all notice and that I get feedback on all the time is the amount of engagement that you do. It's amazing knowing that you're working full-time in a, a very busy executive position. At the same time, here you are leading the society and getting around and staying engaged. And that, that's important to us. And let me personally thank you on behalf of our national office team, but also on behalf of the members who give me that feedback all the time. So, you know, as you get around to post and, and take your, your personal volunteer time doing that, and what strikes you most about the volunteers that you're meeting around the society? It, it strikes me heavily the, the dedication uh, that our volunteers uh, have to SAME and overall to the security of our nation, because that, that's really uh, one of the cornerstones of SAME is that we need to support our nation and infrastructure related efforts. Um, our volunteers, whether they come from the private or the public sector, uh, they're not only given 100% to SME, but they're given 100% to their, their paying jobs, which is simply amazing. Um, these are just some special folks who, have, who, who want to give and, and feel that uh, they need to give in, in many different directions. So for all our, our volunteers, thank you uh, for what you do. No, it's great. And, you know, they make great ambassadors for us, both with inside and in their companies, as you and I both know, having been in the positions like you are. And then at the same time, uh, what about the folks overseas that you've had a chance to meet with? Uh, you're, you're on a trip to Japan, and I was amazed. We were all amazed at the opportunities that you created, uh, not only to do your own job over there, but, but also to engage our forward deployed posts. Uh, so your thoughts about what you saw in Japan? 
Well, first, I had a great opportunity to visit uh, our, our post in Hawaii, which is not truly overseas, but uh, for all intents and purposes, the, those folks are isolated as they head out. Uh, and then our mainland Japan and Okinawa uh, group, which is part of one post, but really the Kanto Plains, which is uh, Yakota, Yakuska, Kamzama, and then o- Okinawa, which are the same posts with a chapter, but truly are two different entities. And what I'm extremely impressed, again, they have the same qualities as our our CONUS volunteers. But I can tell you running a post or a chapter overseas is just harder. Because not only do you have the normal military rotation, which you see in CONUS, but you have a civilian rotation. And uh, DOD is pushing to rotate folks within the five-year windows and, and not aren't friendly towards extension. So what that means for SME folks is that a lot of the, the continuity of a lot of posts are the civilians uh, that are there either through the public or private sector. They, they provide the day-to-day operating, operating procedures and, and, and know basically how to run a post in that location. And now they're rotating out, so it is much harder. I have to commend our, our national group. Uh, we've been the past few years been trying to get out and visit whether it's in, in the Pacific, in Japan or Korea, or in the Atlantic and, and Europe, um, it, it, it takes more effort from our national folks to help to help our folks uh, help themselves, uh, to provide continuity, uh, to provide funding when necessary, to make sure these posts uh, remain uh, robust and, and active. The overseas post, it, it is even more important in an overseas post than it is in a CONUS post to provide an opportunity and a platform for net networking and a chance, a chance to enhance everybody's professionalism. And that, that's, that's what SAME is there for. I mean, we are, we're there to support national security, but we're also there to help our members um, in their, their personal and professional growth um, and to provide a platform to network uh, public and private. And then we get overseas, you have public sector, private sector, and then a foreign national sector. So it's kind of threefold of, of, of networking that we need to get done. Yeah, you know, that's, that's a great point. I'm, I'm always surprised that when I think back to the Cold War days in Europe, and we had uh, roughly 300,000 American military forward deployed, and of course today in Europe we're talking, that's cut down to about 60,000, but I was absolutely amazed at the fact that we've got 100,000 American military today, active duty, stationed in Japan. And that's mostly, as you know, Navy, uh, Air Force, a little bit of Army. But 100,000, about a third of what we used to have during the Cold War. And then another 100,000 family members. So to your point, in supporting personal as well as professional needs, you know, you've got families sitting in a foreign country uh, wow, what better opportunity than to reach out not just to the members but to the families uh, as you did. You know, the other point I'd make for, for our listeners is when you came back uh, to your point about support, you know, we, we really appreciated your support and your leadership in terms of uh, the initiative that, as you know, we just, and thanks again, we just got our budget approved for next year and we've actually, this time, uh, you know, entered line items to support our overseas deployed folks. So uh, appreciate the fact that you you were able to take your insights and 
you know, translate that, that into some guidance that we've now put into real action for the future. So, uh, great points. I think it's neat. So, you know, when you think about all of the engagement that you've been doing, you know, you've had more of a chance this year to engage our service engineering chiefs. And, uh, and I'm always impressed when, when, when we're together, at least with the chiefs, you know, you're, you're always asking them, what do they need? You know, what, what do you see the needs of our service engineering organizations these days from, from your discussions with the chiefs? The Air Force, the Army, the Navy, and, and, and even the, the, the Coast Guard and the Public Health Service, and then some new ones that we brought on board, the VA, uh, DOE, um, Homeland Security. Uh, in addition, uh, we've looked at uh, border protection and customs they're under some tight budgets. The budgets have, over the last few years, have tightened up dramatically. And it puts all of our services in a bit of an underfunded position, uh, especially when it comes to maintenance. Um, as we know, the capital programs, mil military construction and other things are, are, are very popular with Congress and therefore get a little bit more attention than the mundane, which is the, the dollars that it takes to maintain our facilities properly and the, the chiefs won't readily admit it but they've been gutted when it comes to the maintenance dollars and so um, they're trying so hard to do more and less to do more with less and and where we can help in SAME is to ask them you know what are your gaps where do you need assistance where can we help you especially on the networking and bringing together across the services groups to help solve problems. One item just came up recently um, where we're asked to, to kind of look at can we do base operating support contracting better? It, it's something that all the services do and for the most part in, in some areas it hasn't been that great successful. Uh, hasn't been that successful due to probably poor written solicitations um, and bad expectations from the contracting group. So we're going to try to get engaged and help um, bring together a forum to look at boss contracting and, and maybe a better way to do it and to build into that incentives to do more with less, to make better facilities and to make them more durable, more sustainable, um, more maintainable is the best way to put it, so that they don't have to spend as much maintenance funding uh, to keep the bases up and going. Um, and again, the, the, one of the great things that SME does is we bring together all the services. And a lot of times they could be co-located and just don't have a forum or opportunity to see each other. And that's what we want to help provide as, a, as an interdisciplinary group uh, across the services to to, to, to help solve problems. And so with our JETSEs, um, our national conference, one thing we've been looking at are tabletop exercises and, and, and JETSE 2017, where we're going to look at a, a CONUS issue across all the services. And we did it in 2016, and we're going to grow and get better as time goes on. But we want to be the integrator. SME wants to be the integrator of the services to, to, to help them know what the, their, their partners are doing um, to, to better their game. No, that's great. Yeah, and Mike, I appreciate your personal efforts. I, I'd almost forgotten about the uh, boss contracting piece, and, and I know one of the uh, suggestions you put on the table, and we'll see how it unfolds, 
is a possibility of uh, connecting that up with you know Jetsy 2017. Yeah, you know, just a, a side a side thought. It just happened on Friday, as a matter of fact, uh, just to get you updated. Um, as you know, we also invest in our major conferences by bringing in uh, key public speakers. So uh, we just found out that for Jetsy 2017 in Columbus, uh, where we always celebrate the great work that our posts do to support veterans, uh, Noah Galloway has accepted our invitation to be one of our keynote speakers. So that'll be an interesting uh, opportunity for all of us to get to meet a veteran who you know, sacrificed a lot. And if you haven't read his book, it's a great book. Uh, and, and of course, he'll be there signing copies. But, you know, some great points. You know, Mike, it's something that just occurred to me while I was listening to you. You know, both of us served our country for, for a long time. You know, as you, as you were talking about services doing more than less, it kind of reminds me of some of the times we went through. Have you ever thought about how much your perspective has changed in dealing with the Chiefs now from this vantage point versus from back when we were wearing the uniform. That's just kind of a follow-up thought that, has, that occurred to me as I was listening to you. From this perspective, I think I, I respect more the pressures that they're under of, of running mm. uh, the agency. Um, and then to run an agency that's, that's underfunded makes it even more stressful. What we really need is... For them to open up and use SAME as an extension uh, of their of their engineering commands, and uh, we are the only uh, society or association that what is 100% focused to infrastructure for our nation, um, and specifically for our DoD and, and federal entities. And so, as they get under pressure, um, we want them to come to us. Uh, we're there. We're, we're constantly asking, and, and they have come to us to an extent. We have a lot to offer, especially with our, our private uh, companies that are part of SME, our sustaining members, who have, they do have the solutions. We need to match up the problems and solutions and, and deliver a, a, a better product for them. No, that's great. Yeah, just to switch gears a little bit, Mike, one of the things that I've been impressed with, too, you've spent a good bit of time uh, dealing with the, the, our construction camps and working to try to expand those. Uh, how's that going? It's going great. I, I had an opportunity to visit the Marine Corps camp and the Air Force camp just last summer. Uh, the Marine Corps camp, which was started by Joe Angel when he's still heavily engaged, uh, being uh, administrated at, at Camp Lejeune is, is a wonderful camp. This uh, summer they had 40 campers and uh, went for a week. Uh, we had some, some unbelievable volunteers with uh, the NAVTAC contracts office at Camp Lejeune, uh, the Marine Corps Mar Marine Engineers at Camp Lejeune, and then a lot of our um, sustaining member groups that provided mentors and, and volunteers throughout the entire camp. And then two weeks later, I was out in Colorado Springs to visit the Air Force camp in which Scott Prosich has been there for all 16 years uh, of the camp. He, he's there every every summer. And uh, Kurt Ibaholdi also, I believe, has been there for 10 years. And this year, Kurt's daughter, um, who's a reserve officer, um, was a mentor for the camp. Wow. So those two camps are just cruising. We also have an Army camp at, uh, at Vicksburg Waterworks Station 
um, in a camp with the Boy Scouts in, in Atlanta, Georgia. One thing we're missing is a Navy camp. Uh, the Navy camp had been around, and this would have been probably its 12th or 13th year in existence. But a few years ago, under some financial stress, uh, the Navy and SMA, the whole group, just kind of let it stop and end. And uh, it was unfortunate because we lost a lot of momentum. And many of our folks, many of our members have worked really hard over the last few years to try to resurrect the Navy camp. This year, we have some great uh, momentum heading forward. Uh, Cindy Miller uh, out of Atlanta and Scott Prosich, who's just the camp guru, Gerald Morris, who's our, our camp's uh, committee leader, have worked really hard to get the Navy camp back online. They went to Navy STEM out of the Office of Naval Research, uh, went to Naval Academy, have worked with NAFAC, NAV Air, and NAVC in Port Wainimi and Ventura County. And I believe they're on the edge of resurrecting the Navy camp, and it could be as soon as 2017. They've been working really hard. Uh, they have a lot of uh, hurdles still in front of them, but I feel confident to get the Navy camp back online, and it will soon be as big and as successful as the Air Force, Marine Corps, Army, and Boy Scouts slash Georgia Tech camp in Atlanta. So really looking forward to getting that going. And with that, we're also looking and assisting the Coast Guard with a camp that they have. Uh, we're looking with the Army at West Point. So we have a lot of irons in the fire, but it is something, in, when your first question, you asked about the volunteers, it's something that energizes our volunteers. And um, it's extremely important. Each volunteer has why, you know, in their own mind, why they support SME and, and what gets them fired up and moving forward. And camps is a big one. Uh, K through 12 support camps and STEM, extremely important to our volunteers. We have many volunteers. They're heavily engaged in active SME mainly because of our STEM activities, and that's great. You know, everyone is motivated by different things, and, and so uh, we need to keep our camps program going and fired up. Uh, it's our it's a little bit we can do to help our nation in its drive towards uh, more girls and boys involved in engineering, mathematics, physics, math, everything. No, yeah, that's great. And Mike, again, you know, we really appreciate your leadership and, and the effort that you've been putting, putting forth this year. You know, this past weekend, uh, you know, my wife and I hosted our neighbors over for a little holiday gathering. And, uh, and some of the neighborhood kids who are in high school, you know, came over on their own and said, well, they kind of wanted to talk about their future because they're thinking about becoming engineers. And the first thing I did is I said, you know, you need to sign up for one of our camps because that's where you'll really figure out either what discipline within engineering you might be interested in, uh, whatever. So I'll never forget this because one, one young fellow who's a freshman in high school said, so, so how much the camps? And I said, generally about $1,000, which is uh, the cheapest you're going to find any organization, you know, sponsors. Universities have camps, but they're a lot more expensive than that. And I said, but on top of that, you're going to get a better quality experience out of our camps uh, than you would out of uh, even a university camp. So I think we might even have some of uh, my neighborhood kids signing up here before too long. But to your point, you know, it is really one of the best things that, that goes on in SAME. 
you know, Mike. It uh, is. It's, it's a great thing. No, nah, it's great, and and thanks again for your personal efforts this year. Uh, you know, we really appreciate your time, Mike, and I kind of like to kind of wrap up with uh, kind of looking forward. This is the end of a great year. 2016 was a good year for us uh, across the society. A lot of momentum being gained. So, so you've cast 2017 as, as a year of gaining momentum toward our strategic vision for 2020. Yeah, what, do you, what do you think some of the most important things that we've got to focus on for this coming year are? A cornerstone, a huge cornerstone of SAME are our military and government members. Right now, we're at about 25% of the membership are uh, active duty military or civil service uh, government. We need more. It's very important in what we do. Um, not only does it provide better opportunities for the private and public sector to get together and network, and I, I want to mention that SAMU provides the most ethical networking platform out there for the AEC federal community. We need the military folks to give us ideas of where we can fill gaps, where we can increase the value that we provide uh, to the federal uh, AEC community. So that's one thing. The second is just overall member participation. We, we, we tout 30,000 members, but we also know that we don't have 30,000 active members. In fact, our active membership is, is, is much, much smaller than that. What we need to do is to, within each post, each region, try to energize more folks to be active. It's not easy and, and, and it is hard, but we don't need a post of, of that, that tells 700 members that only have truly 50 that are active and engaged. A group that large, we should have 200 active and engaged. And the more folks we have active and engaged, the more synergy we're gonna to get towards helping fill those gaps and providing value. So military membership, obviously extremely important. Overall member participation. And then we just stood up our foundation and it's new. Uh, the first thing we need to do is make sure everybody understands what the foundation is. And the second thing is make sure it provides value to our, our members. And so those are our three prongs for 2017 that all line up very well uh, with our strategic plan driving towards 2020, which is our 100th anniversary of SAME uh, being a society. Great. Well, Mike, we really appreciate uh, you taking the time today and joining us on our on our new real-time podcasts. Again, from all of us, want to wish you and your family a very blessed Christmas and a, and a wonderful new year. Uh, most of all, though, we really appreciate your leadership and appreciate the guidance that you've given us in the last six months and really looking forward to, you know, kickstarting this next year as a year of gaining momentum toward 2020 as you've cast it. And... Uh, and doing more for our members. So any, any final thoughts before we sign off and, and get this out to our members? It's my honor and a privilege to serve SAME and happy holidays to everybody. Enjoy it, take time with your family, and then come back in 2017 fired up. Great. Mike, thanks again, and God bless you and yours, and, and have a great year.